Welcome everybody, thank you for joining us here on the Infinite Prosperity Podcast. My name is Louisa Havers and I help high achievers, entrepreneurs and coaches lift the lid on life and business so that they can live at their highest value. Each episode we will bring you our favourite founders, CEOs and guest experts to share with you their insights and strategies to expand your wealth consciousness, your spiritual leadership and aligned business strategies. We know that living in alignment with your soul's mission is what fulfills you and we're here to show you how to achieve this in an energetically aligned way. If you haven't already, be sure to claim your free abundance activation in the Akashic Records. Go to louisahavers.com forward slash gift to unlock your abundance activation today. And if you'd like my support in having aligned success in life and business, then contact me at www.louisahavers.com and let's explore together if it's an aligned match. Get ready to live at your highest value and to expand into your next level of money as you elevate and receive more. You create more for others. Righty-ho, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome everybody, welcome to our episode for this week's episode for the Infinite Prosperity Collective podcast. I am so excited to have our very special guest, Elise Bassine, with us today. This week, we're going to dive into talking about all the things, breathwork, trauma, business, money, Akashic Records. We're going to see where our conversation goes. So a huge, huge welcome, Elise. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I just want to give everybody a little bit of a, a, an introduction so they know why. I'm so excited about you know you being being with us today. So I'm going to share share an introduction with everybody. So you are a breathwork practitioner, spiritual mentor, and the CEO of Elise Breathes LLC. You are a master in counseling psychology and have certifications in both social emotional learning and mindfulness practices, as well as an extensive background in the mental health field, where Elise served as a school counselor for over 10 years and received a grant to implement a meditation program at her school. And knowing that she always wanted to expand her mission for healing familial and ancestral trauma, normalizing meditation, oh yes please, and breathwork practices, she opened her own business and quickly became a six-figure mentor. Elise has been featured in top publications like Oprah Magazine, Well and Good and Nylon. And Elise helps high-achieving women that feel stuck in their wealth, partnership, psychic abilities, and or trauma and transforms their current realities to get to their next level selves. Her programs are deeply rooted in healing so that women can navigate work, love and life as powerful leaders without the burden of trauma playing a role in their highest potential. Oh, Elise, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. It's it's funny hearing your own bio read back to you. You're like, <laughs> is that me? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Who is that person? <laughs> done so much. It's just incredible. And I know that helping people to heal from trauma has been a huge part of everything that you've done and you know in your previous previous life lives um, and um and, and this life. If we kind of dive, go back to the beginning and um just so everybody gets to know a little bit more about you, is what was it that made you start your business if we start there? Well, it's interesting because I feel like the journey for me started actually a long time before I actually started my business. Um, when I was 19 is when I discovered breathwork. So I was actually like 
seeking spiritual tools and just seeking from a very young age. So um, when I first entered college, I started really struggling with anxiety and eating disorder. And I just like started looking for answers because I didn't know why these things were happening to me because I didn't have anything, you know, quote unquote, bad happen in my life right now I understand about trauma and I understand there's different types of trauma and ancestral trauma and all of that but I didn't know that then and I didn't know why I was experiencing what I was experiencing so I just started searching for answers um and one of the first things I found was breath work it was actually because I started working at a yoga studio and they had a breath work class there and I went and I was immediately just super drawn to it um, because I was like, oh, wow, there's a way that you can expand your mind without drugs, basically, was, <laughs> you know, was my interpretation of it. And it was a way to expand your perspective and look at things differently and understand yourself on a deeper level, which was all very fascinating to me. So when I was 19, I immediately just immersed myself in breathwork and I did four breathworker training programs. I did a teacher certification program. I followed different teachers all over the country. And I just was really, really wanting to expand my understanding of myself and the world. So at that time, at, at a young age, I started teaching breathwork. I started having clients. I would run group classes and have private clients. Um, but I don't think I, at that time, had the wherewithal or the confidence to fully start my own business. Um, so I ended up going back to school and became a school counselor. So, you know, which was very much in the vein of that, but my parents were both teachers. So that just felt much safer to me mm -hmm. to, to go that route. I didn't have anybody in my life who was an entrepreneur. So I don't even think I like understood how to do that, you know, or I didn't think that I could do that. So I became a school counselor for 10 years. And then fast forward um, to 2019, I had gotten a new school counseling job. I was at one job for a very long time for about seven or eight years. And then I switched to a new job. And I thought that like, that was the answer. Like, I thought that was the change that I was looking for um, because it was literally the, a dream job. Like it checked off all the boxes that I wanted. They were really open to the things that I wanted to do with meditation. And they had, the school had like a ton of money to like buy all supplies that you needed. Like it was a dream job. If I could have made a <laughs> list of everything I would have wanted in a job, plus I got a raise, you know, it was like everything. And then about two, two or three months in, I was like, okay, why am I not happy with this? You know, <laughs> it was like very, then I was like, oh, you know, then I started searching for answers again. And I started working with a coach because I just felt really drawn to, to making a big change. I wasn't sure what it was. And, um, and then it was through that, that I realized that I wanted to start my own business. And I, I thought at the time it was just going to be about breath work because that was the only thing I really knew, you know. Um, but then as I started, it just quickly evolved into all of the other things that I do now. So it was just kind of like this very fast, like snowball effect, so to speak. And I also think that for me, I just went into it full force. Like that's kind of how I am. I'm a Scorpio and I'm like very intense and I'm also very like 
driven and like, I, if I'm going to do something, I just jump it totally in with both feet, sometimes to my own detriment. Um, so I think that's another reason why it just like went really fast. Cause I just kept like going all in on it. And then it happened to coincide with COVID and I didn't have to go to work anymore. Cause like I was a school counselor and two months into me starting my business, I didn't have to go to work anymore. So wow. I then had all of this time to build my business. So I think we left school on March 13th, 2020. And I actually never went back because we were remote um, for the whole next year. And in December of 2020, I left. So after March, I actually never <laughs> went back to work. <laughs> That's everything's working for your greatest good, isn't it? It's like, thank you, thank you, universe. <laughs> it was so funny too, because I felt like during that time, everybody was like, having so many issues. Like I had friends who, you know, were really struggling because they couldn't work. And it was, and I felt not felt bad, but I was just like, this is actually working out in my favor right now. And it was like this weird dichotomy between seeing people struggling, but me, like everything just fell into place. Yeah. I can really relate (laughs) to that. It did seem like there was such diversity for people with their businesses, just depending on the type of business that they had or and where they were in their, their own journey as well. Like mm-hmm. our high street hasn't recovered from, from COVID. And I'm sure many listeners will be kind of recognizing that it looks completely different with all these incredible businesses and restaurants that have been there for over 20 years, just not there anymore. It's yeah, I, I hear you on that. It's very weird position, isn't it? To kind of mm-hmm. be in when there's people that you know that are having a, a, a challenging time, but then you're like, oh, I've just made this huge change in my life. And oh look, it's it's working out for the for the greater good. Ah, oh, I love it. You I really want to dive into this, Elise, because you mentioned that it all started, well, you thought it was going to start with breath work and then it's opened up into so much more. Cause I know that obviously. You know, from our previous conversations that you're psychic and you did the Akashic Records and I think it'd be great for, for, for people to hear how you, how it all fits together. How did, how did that, that piece evolve? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and I always tell people this, I really think that you just have to start working with clients in order to see how your gifts are going to evolve. Cause it can't mm-hmm. evolve until you start working with people. So for me, it just started with, you know, I was doing just private breathwork sessions with people online. And from there, I really started to open up to the messages that were coming through while I was, while someone was breathing in my presence. And it's interesting because that has always happened for me ever since I was younger, but I didn't trust the information that I was receiving. So I didn't say a lot of it because it just, I thought I was making it up. I didn't know where it was coming from. And that's, you know, what, what would happen to me my whole life is I would feel that I would know what everyone was feeling. And I would know like how the dynamics were going on between people and what, not so much what they were thinking, but what they were feeling. I could just feel it all the time, especially as a school counselor, I'd be sitting at a table with people. I'd be overwhelmed with like everyone else's stuff. Cause I could feel all of it, but I didn't know the context for that. Like I didn't understand what I was doing. And then when I started working with people through breath work and I started like, you know, working with other healers and coaches and stuff, 
I then had a context for what was happening for me. So then I was able to trust the information that I was receiving and realize that I was actually like receiving messages for people or understanding things that they were shifting and moving through. And then I started to learn how to do energy work so I could help them move through things quicker while they were breathing. And then I, you know, I did like a little four week course on the Akashic Records and I had a huge awareness when that, when I did that, that I was like, oh, I've always been in the Akashic (laughs) Records. Like this is this thing that I always did. Like, you know, even in college, I would like get a A or a B in a class and I would never buy the book because I would just like tune in and like know like what I was supposed to write about or what, you know, I didn't. Mm but I didn't know where I was getting that information from. Or for example, like when I was a school counselor, I would be able to talk to a parent about their kid and I would be able to tell them all this information about their kid, but I had never spoken to their kid. I would just like be able to tune into their energy and know, but I always thought I was making it up. Like I never realized that I was like tuning into something. So then when I did that course, I was like, oh, wow, this is the thing I've always been doing. So then I was kind of able to own that that's Mm -hmm. what I was doing. And then I created my group program, The Metamorphosis, which I thought was just going to be about breath work. And I was just creating these different tools for people to use with breath work. But then as people started to go through it, I realized that they were healing familial and ancestral trauma. So then I was like, oh, this program is like this really big like methodology that I've created to heal familial and ancestral trauma. But I didn't know that until people started doing it. So I think like everything just kind of evolved based on like me working with people and seeing what was happening and then learning from that. And also just drawing on my experience, because I worked with traumatized children for 10 years. So I had a very clear understanding of trauma, of how it manifests, of what it looks like, and all of that. So I was able to like take that actual experience and then just bring it into the gifts that I have to just help people move through that. So it just kind of all evolved. And then obviously, once I started growing my business and making money, Then I was like, oh, wow, there's this huge connection between trauma and money and how we make money and our ability to bring in money. So then I started teaching about that along with business because, you know, I did grow my business pretty quickly. So then and and I never imagined I would be teaching about money, but especially business just because and I still struggle with that because I knew nothing about business. This is my (laughs) first time running a business. My background is in education. Like I never, I I didn't know anything about business and I didn't like identify as someone who did. So that was something that I just never expected to be helping people with. But I'm also just like drawing on what I've done, you know, and then also my understanding of like the way that I was able to move through trauma which then affected my ability to make money quickly. So then I was like, okay, this is something I need to teach people because I see this very strong connection here. So that's kind of how it all evolved. (laughs) I love it, Lisa. (laughs) You went on your own metamorphosis as you were through the program that you were delivering as well as you allowed it. That's what I'm really hearing. You just allowed the unfolding of it and trusting the, the evolution and the journey of 
both you and your clients as you were going on this beautiful, um, beautiful journey together. And wow, how it has all unfolded. And really, it for me, it's just being in that when you're in that, I call it that flow energy, when you're in that flow, you're exactly where you're supposed to be, things are easier, you're doing you know, what your soul is here to, here to do. And things can move really, really quickly. And it is, it's it's us that get in the way or put the blocks on the on the flow when we're thinking, oh, it's going too quickly. Or however the trauma is that's kind of manifesting in the in the business is because we haven't dealt with it because it, it right. reveals itself, doesn't it, for for healing. <laughs> um, yes. Which, <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it, it, it's an incredible... Um, I think synergy to be able to help people with with their businesses recognizing that it's not all about business strategy because it's about who you be in the business isn't it mm-hmm. yeah I mean definitely like obviously the strategy is important and we don't want to totally take that out of it but the best strategy is not going to land when you are, when you have trauma to clear, you're not dealing with certain things because you're just going to keep coming up against them. And I think that's a thing that people get tripped up on. And I see this a lot is like, people think like, oh, well, since this is not working or it seems to be not working, that means that I shouldn't do it. Or that means that I should give up. And it's like, no, you're just coming up against the same thing over and over again that you're not moving through. Right. So I I think that's like kind of the hard thing for people to understand or navigate is that as you go through this process, you're going to come up against things that you have to, to look at that are uncomfortable things you have to move through and get support to do that um, so that you can move through it. And if you don't, you're just going to keep coming up against it and it's going to feel like you're just stuck. Yes, so true, so true. And people often don't want to look at the trauma. I think there's a lot of um, illusions around uh, trauma because like you mentioned earlier, they're thinking, well, I haven't really got trauma from from this lifetime but recognizing everything that can be passed down through what's happened from our ancestors and our familial line and how powerful that is even if our conscious mind is not aware of any of it yes absolutely yes absolutely I mean there's so much that we take on um Mm. that we don't even realize and even so like even if you don't have anything specifically like that happened to you, that doesn't mean there's no trauma because there's what I call relational trauma, which is just the trauma of how your parents related to each other and related to you and like what your family dynamics were that your needs weren't being met. And that in itself is a trauma. So it's not always something where it's like this huge thing happened. It can just be the way that your needs weren't met, the way you internalize feelings of not being good enough or not being worthy. That's all of the stuff that we come up against in business. So those are traumas. They really are. It's like micro traumas, isn't it? They they, mm-hmm. they compound over time and you're learning and observing what's happening around you, then anticipating how people are going to then treat you and then get to play that out in your business. Um, it's such a surprise, I think, for people that, um, like you were saying, can't figure out why they're stuck or think that the strategy that they're implementing is the wrong one when actually if they go and focus on the you know healing and the trauma and getting their energy aligned 
then they can choose whichever strategy because all the strategies work it's it's having one that you love to do yeah <laughs> and that you're in alignment with that you feel good and you'll allow yourself to be more visible and all the things to to, to then be able to grow grow the business you, you mentioned that you know your business has grown um really fast which is just fantastic and a huge congratulations and you're making a Thank huge you. huge impact on <laughs> the world which is just so wonderful and really to be celebrated what's what's been your your biggest surprise in building your 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 business so far oh wow that's a good question my biggest surprise you know one of them i think there's probably Uh, multiple, but one of them is around like the community that I've built within my spaces. I don't think that was something I ever like set out to do or something that I ever thought about. Um, But it's so powerful, like the bonds that are created in my spaces, like in my group programs and, and all of that, like the the connections that people form and the bonds that are created between everyone in the space. And, and, you know, people are always saying how I have this ability to like bring people together in this really powerful way. And like, I still actually don't see that. Like, I don't look at myself that way at all. Um, But then when it happens, I'm always surprised. Like even with the retreat I just did back in August, I was like still surprised at the end that like how powerful the bonds were between people just over four days, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's something I feel like I'm always surprised by because it's not something that I intentionally set out to do, but then it always ends up that everybody just so deeply connects and they feel this bond with each other um, that, you know, is, is like a lifetime thing. And they also never met in person. We we were just talking about that before we started recording, like meeting, finally meeting some of these people in person that you've been, that you've grown so close with over the last few years is like such a surreal experience. I had that experience at my retreat and then just recently this past weekend. And it is so surreal to feel like you know someone so well and never meet them in person. So I know that's a little bit of a tangent, but I think the community aspect is something that always surprises me. Um, And then the other thing might just be like, you know, there's, I don't know if this is a surprise, but it's something that I feel like I always have to remind myself and my clients is like, you just have to keep going and you can't really take anything personally because if you do, then you're just going to continuously get caught up in like thinking there's something wrong with you. And as much as like, yes, we want to look at where, you know, the things are that we can shift or the like hidden beliefs or thoughts about ourselves that we want to shift, but also we don't have to continuously think that there's something wrong with us if something doesn't work or something's not working the way that you want like you just kind of like regroup and keep going and I think that's really important too to remember and even like and I know that and I have to like remind myself of that Mm -hmm. all the time um because it's just something that is always I guess like surprising for me where I'm like wait what's happening why isn't this working there's something wrong with me and then I'm like no 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 no, stop just like keep going and like move forward (laughs) it's so true it's it's like a default isn't it that we can go into oh we've done something wrong and and to go down that rabbit hole rather than um 
reviewing and continuing and keeping our vibration high and being able to continue moving forward. I, I always say to clients when, you know, we're having conversations around marketing is don't look at a marketing event in isolation. It's an ongoing conversation. And so you may not see the results from officially from that one event, but some seeds of thoughts may have been sown and you're just going to be watering them as you carry on having the conversation. Um, so, so the, the, the growth may come later from another event, but it's not in isolation. Exactly. I always say, I always tell my clients that every time you like put yourself out there or do any marketing or whatever, it's, you think of it as like an energetic investment in your business and you don't know how that investment is going to come back to you. And you don't need to know how you just know that it's going to, but it's usually never transactional. Like it's not going to be like, Oh, I did this thing. And then this happened from it. It's more like I keep putting these little energetic investments as I feel guided, but also with consistency and with commitment. And then it always comes back to you. It's just never going to be in the way that you like expected or thought that it should. <laughs> That's so true. That's so freeing to actually see it. I love that around these energetic investments and, and recognizing that it's trusting the universe, isn't it? That you will, you'll be guided to work with whoever it is that you're supposed to be working with and they will show up in that aligned yes. timing. Um, and like you said, it exactly. might be completely feel like it's completely left field <laughs> with where you've been focusing your your attention, but you've just been in, um, sharing sharing the energetic exchange that you're receiving. I love it. I love that. Yeah, that's so awesome. You've you've touched on so much, Elise. I just uh, I love I love chatting with you. Um, thinking about all of the things that we've talked about, and you may have covered some of these, but it's been. I wanted to ask, you know, what are the sort of top three tips that you would share with entrepreneurs that are wanting to grow their 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 business with with more ease? Um, what would be your sort of three top tips that you would would share? You may have touched on them already. Um. Yeah. I, well, the first thing I would say is to get private mentorship. Um. I just think that I see a lot of I, and you know, this is just from me, right? I'm not saying I know everything, but, <laughs> but like, I, I do think this was a contribution to how I move so fast is like, I didn't hold back when it came to investing in the support that I knew that I needed. And also the support that I wanted to have as the version of me that I wanted to be right. So like, I think it's important to look at it as, like, where am I going and make decisions from there and not where am I now? Because if you stay stuck making decisions as who you are now, you're never going to move forward. So for me, I invested in private mentorship from the get-go and I've never stopped. And, um, you know, at times that is challenging because it is a, a lot of money, but it, I know that it's the reason why I've made so much money. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, uh, to me, that's a non-negotiable because to have that support from somebody, that type of support from somebody, and also to build a relationship with somebody in that capacity, um, I think is really important. For me, it's been life-changing. And I know for my clients that I support privately, mm -hmm. it's life-changing too, because you develop this really deep relationship with somebody who 
is there for you 100%, who knows you really well, who sees you in your greatness, like when you can't, and um, mm-hmm. who that, that you can really lean into for support. And this is not an easy journey. You know, I always say, if this were easy, everyone would do it. It's not easy. So you need that support. And if you think that you can do it without that, I'm not saying you can't, I'm just saying it's going to be a lot harder. Um, So, you know, whatever it is you need to do to like make that happen, I highly recommend that. And then the other thing that I already said, I'm going to reiterate, because I think it's really important Mm -hmm. is like to just keep going. um, Because the only reason that you'll fail is if you stop. So I think it's really important to keep going. I mean, and like, I don't mean just keep going like without a plan, right? Like I said, you need support. You need to, you know, have a way that you're planning to get support with moving through the stuff that comes up and also strategy too, because you can't just like throw spaghetti at the wall and think that's going (laughs) to work out either, you know? But so I think that's really important too, is like I said, don't look like if you feel stuck, it doesn't mean that you need to stop. It just means you need to figure out who can support you in moving through what you need to move through to get to the other side. Um, and then the other thing that I think the, the third thing that I would say is to really just lead from your heart and your soul and not like what other people are doing or what you think other people want you to do or what you think is going to sell. Um, I think for me, anytime I've moved from the place of like, oh, this is what I should do because this is what like online marketing people do, or this is what I should do because this is what someone else did. Um, It never worked the way I wanted it to. And that's a difference between like doing something that someone else did, but it feels aligned for you. Like it sparks something within you where you're like, oh, that's, what I want to do and you do it in your own way. Like, that's not what I mean. I just mean like doing something because you think that's what you should do. Um, Cause I really do think the new paradigm of business is really moving from your connection to spirit and what is channeling through you and what you feel really like divinely called to share. Um, and when you move from that place, things will really start to work versus like, Cause sometimes I see people too, where it's like, they have that spark, but then they try to like make it so it's palatable or make it so that people like, like it, or, you know what I mean? Like that. And, and that isn't, you know, what you want to do either. You just want to be really clear on what it is that you're meant to share and share it clearly without feeling like you need to make it palatable for people or make it comfortable for people. So I think that's a really important thing too. And it is scary. Like I've had things, you know, that I've had to share or that come through me that I feel like, oh, well, people probably think I'm crazy. Um, but I just do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so powerful that feeling of, yeah, I'm just going to do it anyway. And not, not to change the energy around that original desire of what you wanted to share. Um, I really think that's just wanted to reiterate that because I think that's so important what you're saying right when we when we should on ourselves or I should do this that's the 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 doubt coming back in it's the limiting beliefs coming in it's kicking in that are actually going to slow down the progress rather than that initial spark from your soul that you were talking about of actually just 
just go with that flow and allow the unfolding and it doesn't matter if it's a little bit messy or you haven't kind of said it in marketing speak <laughs> right um, you know it's it, the, the energy people will feel the energy in relation to that and those that are being called to to step forward will step forward it doesn't have to be um created in this way and I think the moment that we should on ourselves we've immediately you know changed the energy around the absolutely yeah you squash the energy yeah no more squashing energy (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh I love these tips are so so helpful for everybody I'm sure everyone is writing them all down because there's so much wisdom here um Elise with you know for people really being able to who are ready to go all in and allow those quantum leaps to happen to really take away, you know, that, that feeling of just allow the flow to happen and to be in that space and using the tools and techniques that, you know, you, you were mentioning in terms of like breath work, other modalities, cash it records, so that you can keep the flow, flow flowing um, and not creating these, these uh, sort of dams in the river that we create when, when the trauma kicks up. Um, Absolutely. And And also the other thing I just want to say really quick too, that's coming to mind is like, I think that it's so important to not get, not like over consume what other people are talking about, what other people are saying, because there's so much out there, um, especially in the coaching industry, just with like people's opinions or the way people are doing things that like, it can be overwhelming. Mm. And I feel like you really want to stay within your own energy and what feels aligned for you. And obviously it's great to have certain people that inspire you and that you like to follow or whatever, but I always keep it very like, like there's only a few people that I'm like looking at their content that really highly resonate with me. And I don't really like look at anybody else because it kind of like, it's just too much. And it, and we're like overly exposed to so much information right now that if you really want to be a clear channel, I think it's really important to like highly curate just what's coming in. Thank you for speaking to that. I completely, completely agree. At the beginning of the year, I went through and did a huge call on whose consciousness was coming into my consciousness on on social Mm -hmm. media because um it is like you say it's incredibly distracting but also it's programming you're programming Mm -hmm. yourself as you kind of going into a trance state scrolling yeah (laughs) we really want to curate our consciousness and to be really mindful around what is our subconscious deciding off what we're seeing as we're doing that exactly that that scrolling so that's a that's a huge huge takeaway for people to really yeah consider who you're following are they where you want to be and mm-hmm. are you happy for their consciousness to be coming into your consciousness absolutely yeah oh, so important so much gold thank you so much Elise, I know that you've got so much to offer um, people and you very generously said that you had a free gift do you want to tell us a little bit about, you know, free gift and where, where can people find you so they can come and step into your world? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at Elise underscore breathes. Uh, my website, elisebreathes.com. 
I'm on Facebook, Elise Basine. Um, and then I also have a podcast, which you're going to be a guest on too, called Reclaiming Consciousness. So you can find me there as well. Um, and then my freebie that I have, if you sign up for my list, you'll get a um, free breathwork toolkit. So it's a breathwork session that activates your ascension, a meditation to connect with your intuition and journaling prompts that go along with each. So you can just get a sampling of the tools that I create because my work, a lot of my work, a huge part of it is the tools that I've created, um, the breathwork, the meditations and the journaling. Um, They're just like really powerful components to what I do. So you can try it out and see if it resonates and you'll know if you have a connection to my work from that. I love it. Thank you so much. That's really, really generous. Oh, thank you for joining us for this episode. And I really encourage everybody also to check out Elise's uh, podcast. It's absolutely fantastic as, as well. Thank you for joining us, Elise. Please do come back and you know, have another conversation. I just love our conversations and there's uh, so much more we could have dived into um, as well. And uh, for everybody Absolutely. thank you for, for joining us this week and on this episode. We'd love to hear your thoughts and insights. You can come and join us in the Money Kinesiology for Six and Seven Figure CEOs on Facebook and share your thoughts on our podcast there as well. Till our next episode, send you all lots and lots of love. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Infinite Prosperity Podcast. And if you like what you've heard and want to know more, please go to louisahavers.com. We just appreciate you so much. So thank you for listening and hanging out with us. If there's anything that we can do for you, you can email us at louisa at louisahavers.com. Let my team know if you have any ideas for shows that you'd love to hear or topics you want me to talk about. Really looking forward to hearing from you. All right, that is it for this week, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for today. Looking forward to connecting with you again. Until next time, namaste.